Hello, welcome to the Winners Find a Way Show. I am your host, Trent Clark. I am a longtime CEO of Leadershipity and aim for NIL, an NIL education firm. Most people know me as an international speaker and coach in three World Series in professional baseball. So fun. Today, I've got my special guest, Leslie Hensel. Leslie, how are you doing? Great. Thanks, Trent. Happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. I am uh, super excited about talking about this because this is hot topic stuff. Today's show on the Winners Find a Way show is all about talking Amazon sellers. And in the entrepreneurial world, you know, I know people that do this full time. I know they're doing this as secondary to a product in their business. I know people that have are in manufacturing and have developed an a arm or a, a bolt-on company to direct sell their products and other products. And I know kids that are coming right out of the gate at 15, 16 years old that are developing content for Amazon stores. So, and I'm sure there's 12 or 50 other gambits, Leslie, that you see. Is that fair? Absolutely. There are unlimited ways you can make money on Amazon. The business models are limited only by your imagination. That is crazy. And so let's get into that a little bit. We're going to have some fun with that. It's so excited to uh, have you live from Mansfield, Texas, gorgeous Texas, which is probably cold right now as, as the winter has kind of chilled off the country, right? All the way down here, we've been freezing and having snow. It's absolutely crazy. I'm ready for my my lovely warm Texas winter to come back. I know a lot of people were really taking it pretty rough in July and August in Texas. It was a hot one this year. And Everyone's like, hey, we really need this cool down. Maybe not this cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so exciting stuff as you are an owner, Riverbend Consulting. What's interesting is you are partnered with Amazon. You are a, a fixer for them. They call you because lots of Amazon sellers, almost too many for them to manage on customer service side, need help getting their business restored, all sorts of challenges they're facing in their Amazon accounts. And they call you, is that correct? So we are part of the Amazon service provider network, which you have to work really hard to be a part of. So they do have us on their website. Most of our clients find us because they are searching for someone to help them with Amazon. Amazon is such a big company. Think of them as like the ultimate government bureaucracy, uh, super siloed. They're just difficult to deal with. It's really interesting because it's so easy to set up a store and run a store. But then long term, sometimes you need a little help to make sure things keep flowing easily. So that's where my business comes in. We have about 85 people. A bunch of them are ex-Amazon employees. Uh, so that's how we're able to help folks with their challenges on the wow. platform. Yeah, always great to hire the insiders who have been there and done it, right? And so that's a great concept. And then you're also the author of The Amazon Incubator. And so talk to us a little bit about that book because that's coming out soon and probably actually out now as of the show. So that's awesome. Yes, the book is out now. And so here's what I wanted to do. If you search on Google or on YouTube and say, how do I make money on Amazon? You find a lot of very overpriced courses. You find a lot of automated, we'll do it all for you businesses. And you'll find a lot of guys who have, you know, hot women draped off across their rented Lamborghinis in front of the rented mansions, trying to tell you if you work five hours a week, you've got everything handled and you're a multimillionaire. Well, if it sounds too good to be true, as you know, it probably is. Uh, so this book is a very inexpensive alternative, you know, 25 bucks instead of 2,500 to find out if Amazon is the right tool for you, whether you want a side hustle, like you mentioned earlier, or you have a business that needs to have your product on Amazon as an additional sales channel. Uh, it doesn't really matter your method. It's just a good way to learn more about the opportunity. Yeah. So let's throw that in right now. How can they find you first, Leslie, before we give them a quick offer and we'll end it too with the show, but where can they find you if they're trying to get in touch with you? So I'm on all the social networks out there at Leslie Hensel, L-E-S-L-E-Y-H-E-N-S-E-L-L. -L -L, and I love when people send me messages. Uh, if you say, Hey, I've just got a question about selling on Amazon, or I've got this problem hit me up because I love to hear from you. And then I've got a website for the book, theamazonincubator.com. Yep. And so today as a special guest and feature for all of our listeners on the Winter Signed Way show, Leslie has just uh, 
so kindly offered on the amazonincubator.com. If you go there today and you buy her book for $25, you will also get a three video series and a digital workbook that will be complimentary. That is a lot lower than the $2,500 courses I've seen on Amazon selling. So get on that now and definitely do that because it is crazy out there. And there's a lot of things in this world about, you know, buying and selling. And, you know, I hear all the time people are challenged with this. We want to get into that. Let's talk a little bit more about you real quick. Introduce you. You're a UT grad, hook them horns, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So good year for your football team. Everyone's all excited. That was a good season. Now you've been in Texas forever. You were eighth generation. This is like Texas is synonymous with Hensel. That's it. Like, that's it. It is. I actually have several relatives back on my dad's side, ancestors who were in the Texas Rangers. And then I also have relatives who were in the Indian tribes of Texas. So we always wonder if they were actually fighting with each other. Yeah, right. What's the maiden name? Hensel is my maiden name. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, very good. Mm -hmm. So then we go, you've done all this stuff. Like when we, I want to get into this, as you've worked with companies, you've worked with early entry startup. Hey, I just got my page up. What do I do next? To $1 billion annual sellers on Amazon. And, and it's crazy to think because of the size of Amazon, but there are numerous $1 billion sellers on Amazon. And, and that's crazy to me. Can you give us some of the names? Would we know the names of like billion dollar sellers on Amazon? So not unless you buy their stuff. Most of these companies aren't super familiar to anyone unless you are frequently buying their products on Amazon because most of them are Amazon only. There is one very large company that is really trying to build a name for itself outside of Amazon called Pattern. And Pattern started Amazon only, and now they do worldwide distribution, other things. But most of the other companies are not things that you have ever heard of or noticed. And you know, it's interesting, 65% of the goods sold on Amazon are sold by third-party sellers. And yeah. you usually don't even notice it when you buy the item. You no. only notice where it says ships by and sold by. Well, if it's shipped by amazon.com and sold by me from my seller account, you don't even notice that as long as it was prime. Uh, so you can start looking and noticing more often, you're going to see some of these same names repeat of sellers that you depend on for the stuff you buy every day, week, month. Yeah. And it's funny. I probably don't notice myself either, right? I am focused on, is it prime? <laughs> am I getting it in my three-day window or whatever that I need it? And we're always searching ratings, reviews, what people are mm -hmm. saying about it. Does Amazon support it? Is it Amazon top seller? All those things. We're always looking for a couple. Certainly, we're looking for some credibility indicators, right? Around the sellers. And not that we even know what to look for. Likely, we're probably you know, novices here of going, hey, we know about enough information to be dangerous, right? So now I'll tell you what, you know, as a, you're a mother of how many kids now? I've got two boys, 22 okay, and 16. Two boys. Mm -hmm. What most people don't know about you, Leslie, is that you're the mother of a child that was diagnosed with cancer at eight years of age. And that turned out to be the blessing of learning that it's really an immunization or, or not an immunization, an, uh, an immune system challenge that likely is the issue of how the cancer came along. So by that cancer coming, it actually diagnosed this challenge with his immune system, which now you've worked hard to address and he's thriving. Is that fair? He is such an amazing kid because he never gives up. That is something we talk about at our house a whole lot because when you're eight years old, you're still really forming your personality. And so I think it'd be really easy to feel defeated and say, I'm just going to sit on the couch and play on an iPad for the rest of my childhood, right? Because I don't feel good. But Jackson now is a very large, very healthy young man who plays high school football and throws in track and field and wants to be a meteorologist. He's a really smart dude. And we work really hard on his physical fitness constantly uh, because he does have an immune deficiency. He tends to be tired. He goes to a workout and he's exhausted afterwards. So lots of focus on nutrition and, and getting that exercise in. He's an off season. Y'all track and field does not challenge you enough if you're a football player. So we supplement all of his workouts, which he loves yeah, yeah, he's yeah. because he's a 16 year old boy and he comes home from his workout and I'm like, you ready for your workout? He's like, I just did one. Yeah. But it's so critical that every 
every single day, continuing to work at it, trying new stuff. And just such an awesome dude. And if I can throw in an Amazon plug, seriously, when he was in the hospital, you know, multiple surgeries, chemotherapy, all that jazz. I've been an Amazon seller since 2010. I had inventory sitting at the Amazon warehouse that just continued to sell. And I had a VA, a virtual assistant, watch my account. And I didn't send inventory in for six months. And I had a paycheck every two weeks from yeah. that inventory selling. It was such a blessing to our family during that really exhausting time. Yeah. I don't think people recognize like that monthly recurring revenue, right? Like this is coming and it's positioned to keep, keep coming because we've done the work and we've done the marketing and we have the products and monitoring that is a big deal. And I don't want to say it's easy, but because you set it up right, that really serves in a time where, and I, and I'm seeing this now, a lot of my friends, like I'm an entrepreneur organization member. And I have friends that are living on the road, 250 days a year traveling because they have e-commerce companies set up similar to this and they can do it. It's a digital world, right? And they're like, yeah, hey, welcome from Italy. And I'm like, so jealous <laughs> all the time, right? And I'm like, wow, that's really done well. So let's kind of transition that from your son, right? And, and what we learn um, from these businesses, right? Because as an athlete, there's a bunch of transitioning in and, and most people don't play athletics forever competitively or paid as we all learn that eventually that runs out. And now most people still stay competitive, but all these lessons of learnings of health, nutrition, time management, you know, the value of sleep and rest and recovery and all these things. Talk to me a little bit about what you've seen from your Amazon sellers and how the athletes have really transitioned into that and done well. And what are some of those key skill sets that have allowed them that? So that is such a great question because there are a lot of folks out there who sell the dream of Amazon as something where you work a few hours a week, you can work from anywhere, which that part is true. You can work from anywhere, but you work just a few hours a week and you magically make millions of dollars. It's really a lot more like someone in training for their sport. Um, it's every day putting in the work and it doesn't have to be ridiculous amounts of work that is really driven by your choices. You know, do you want to have a full-time business and develop multiple brands over time and, and be this, you know, really cool uh, entrepreneur with multiple streams of income from that? Yeah, that's going to take a lot more work than if it's your side gig. But I know people who have side gigs on Amazon who literally spend one to two hours a day and that's it and have a really nice uh, side income. But consistency is the key, just like training. You can't work at it for three days and then walk away for a month. It's pecking at it every day, little by little. And then secondly, one of my favorite things about athletes, and you know, I get to spend a lot of time with my son's football friends and track friends. And most of these guys, you know, they're your buddy. Uh, they've learned to be on a team. Uh, they're very collegial very friendly and very positive people. And you can translate in that into some great strategies for finding products to sell on Amazon. That personality and making people feel comfortable with you, you can use that in your local community to find stuff to sell that no one else has to sell. And mm -hmm. I've seen people do it and it's a great way to make a living. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that that mentality, right, that that one percent better in the athletic world is such a big deal. Like, hey, I'm going to do something to get better. And I and I'm a firm believer, like, hey, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. There's no like, oh, I broke even today. Like there's never an even like there's always even if it's a little on one side or the other, it's happening. Right. And so. If you're going a little side on always the little bit better in this business, I mean, that accumulates fast. And so I really love that idea. And something that you said, something offline is like, you know, if you're willing to put in that time and as you told me about efficiency, right? I, I was reminded suddenly of, of Sylvester Stallone who had worked so hard to get ready for Rocky and all of it. And then he actually had someone train him who knew what they were doing about his fitness. And he was this guy who had a lot of success because of his physical appearance for Rocky Rambo and things like that. And he was like, man, I can't spend nine hours a day training. And they're like, Hey man, why are you spending nine hours? Like I can show you how to do everything in 90 minutes. And he's like, wait, what? And so like, it was all of a sudden like getting intentional about his workout and changing things in his diet. All of a sudden the habits and the right 90 minutes served exactly what he needed. And I just remember that being such an important story. The other thing that you mentioned offline was the 1% better mentality 
will literally put you ahead of 90% of the competition. Oh, absolutely it will. You know, I tell my boys all the time that when you get your first job, if you just show up early, actually do what you're told to, stay off your phone and ask for more work when you're finished, you're ahead of everyone else who works there. It's the exact same thing in an entrepreneurial experience and like selling on Amazon. If you will focus on the basics, you are ahead of everyone else if you actually make the list of what they are and develop SOPs, standard operating procedures, and follow them. But what is magical about selling on Amazon is that you can actually hire a team. Okay, don't say, I can't afford that. I can already hear people saying, I'm out, I can't afford that. You can hire a team of VAs, virtual assistants from overseas who know more about Amazon than you do because they've been doing it for years and they're really smart for $2, $5 an hour, very inexpensively so that you can focus on the parts of the business that really make money. So it's uh, it's like you were saying with Sylvester Stallone, right? What are you focusing your time on as the face of the business, the owner of the business? Uh, you do need to understand how all of the pieces work. Do them first yourself, learn yeah. how to do it, but then hand it off to someone you can trust. Make sure they're actually doing the work and focus on the parts of the business that make money. And in Amazon land, that is usually sourcing great products, whether they're your own or someone else's, and then marketing them well. That is where the focus needs to be. Wow. And so you talked a little bit about this, that there are challenges in this network. First of all, there's a lot of noise out there about Amazon selling, right? I mean, there's so much noise and it's very similar to the coaching environment for me, Leslie, is that, you know, I'm a longtime coach. I've coached all this experience, all this entrepreneurial development and you know, someone comes in on a weekend, like, oh, well, now I'm a coach and they blow up everybody's inbox. And it's like, people are tired. They're just saturated with this info. And so no different in Amazon selling. Everyone's got a tip. Everyone's going to get you the green Lamborghini, the hot girls, the life of freedom, whatever they're offering. And it's all, and I think Tim Ferriss, I'm a little pissed off of them, you know, like <laughs> you know, Tim and his four hour work week, you know, like I think people never even read the book because they realize how much work it is, by the way, um, which is a fabulous book that I highly recommend to people but resources like crazy in that thing. But the reality is, is that it is really tough to dial in your business to get it very tight and focusing on exactly where you need to and realizing where you can get additional resources on. So much to the fact now, Leslie, this is the pendulum has swung, right? And it's, I don't think you can make money on Amazon anymore. You know, like there's no money to be had. Like, and I'm like, wait a minute, how many billions are they selling a year? There's got to be some money somewhere out there, right? So what are you seeing in that space? So such a good question. And I'll tell you, one of the real dangers and one of the reasons I even wanted to write the book is that some of these coaching programs and systems that are being sold are actually things that will just lose all of your money for you uh, because they are against terms of service on Amazon. And these guys will stand up and say, I'm the expert. I know it's not against terms of service. Don't listen to crazy people like Leslie who have suspended clients that she works with every day because they got suspended for doing this. And so some of the things that people recommend are these drop shipping systems, as they call them, where you're actually drop shipping product from, say, Home Depot to the buyer and you never actually have the inventory in your possession, that's against terms of service. So here's the really dangerous thing. You've paid someone for this system, then you've bought all the products. If Amazon suspends you for this, which they will find out, then they keep the money that you have in your account. So let's say you've bought $50,000 worth of products, you've sold it for 60,000, that 60,000 is sitting in your Amazon account, you're at $110,000 when they suspend your account because you can't pay off the inventory, right? And they're right. holding your cash. So it's really dangerous. Some of these uh, coaches, unfortunately, are not, they don't have your best interests in mind. So there are legitimate coaches and coaching programs for sure. And some great mentoring groups, absolutely. Um, but figuring out which ones you can trust is really hard. So you do have to do the homework to actually learn how to sell and what makes sense 
instead of just trusting other people with your money, especially if they're asking for big sums up front, that's your clue. Um, but there is still so much opportunity for real. There is so much money to be made. It's finding the right niche, finding niches that aren't saturated, selling products where there's not a ton of competition, or coming up with your own great product ideas, licensing ideas. There's still so much because I have so many clients, y'all, thousands of clients who are making a great living on Amazon right now. So don't believe that just because your buddy or your brother-in-law or someone else couldn't make money, that that means you can't do it. Especially if you're motivated, you can do it. Love that. And I think that also that it really triggers something for me in coaching and these online sellers. One of the challenges I've had in navigating this get rich quick scheme world is someone says, Hey, I'm making a million dollars a month or no, a million dollars a week on Amazon buy my coaching program for $1,200. And I'm like thinking, there's no way that's a good use of your time. If you have a million dollars a week in your Amazon business, why would you get distracted with this coaching thing that you want to sell? That's going to be so pertinent. And like, I'm spending all my time here now in coaching people on how to also make $52 million a week. Because while it can continue, it does need monitoring. It does need, it's still a business. It still needs to be set up properly. And, you know, last time I looked, I don't disappear from my businesses for a year and a half and then come back and go, hey, everything's great. <laughs> like, no problems. Like, that's not typically how it happens. I mean, you surround yourself with good people and you can build systems, right? But that's not standard. So I'm always leery of the people who tell me they are so successful doing this. I just want to show you how. And now I spend all my time coaching people for what? For you traded in the 50, the million dollars a week for the $100,000 a month coaching thing? Like, well, no the, one's question doing I, the question I always have for them is, so that's your revenue. How much profit did you make? Because there's a really bad habit in the Amazon seller world. People show these screenshots from their seller app and it shows their revenue, but you have no idea what their profitability is. And some of them may only be making 2%. They may be actually in the red and you you can't tell because you don't know and more dangerous than that is some of them don't even know uh, there are folks that don't do a good job of setting up from the beginning so just just to cover myself trent i'll tell you why i wrote this book that i'm only making 25 well i'm not making the publisher's getting 25 bucks a copy i did it for two reasons one is it's great marketing for my business riverbend not gonna lie i'm gonna bring in clients because of it so yay and number two I have so many clients who have failed because they didn't set things up the right way or didn't understand the basics of Amazon. They jumped right in and started running before they understood what they needed to do to walk. So I'm a really big fan of setting things up the correct way. I hate seeing that. It hurts me. As someone who's been a small business owner for 20 years, it hurts me to see people fail because of silly mistakes. So like you'd mentioned the basics, y'all, you need to have some goals, understand why you even want to have the business. What number do you need to make to cover your bills or to cut for that side hustle to make sense? Is the side hustle because you need to pay for something specific? How much do you need to make a month net? not revenue, net, set up your books from the beginning, document management systems for all your invoices for the products you buy, uh, get a business license if it's required in your jurisdiction, set up an LLC, all of these basic things that are like the one, two, three of setting up a new business. I know it sounds elementary and silly. So many people skip those steps, especially setting up their books. And the worst thing in the world is on April 11th, figuring out that you don't have your books balanced from the year before and you've got to file taxes and you don't know where your receipts and invoices are. People who have side hustles, that is a real thing that happens to them because yep. it is a side hustle. So they're trying to do their main job and then do this other thing and they don't take the time and it turns into a nightmare. Uh, yep. So let's avoid that with these basics, getting the basics in place so that you can be off and running with the fun stuff. Uh, not this, uh, no one likes this unless you're an accountant. <laughs> Unlock the full potential with your business with Leadershipity. Our proven strategies have fueled growth for countless organizations. Ready to elevate your leadership and scale your success? Book your free 15-minute consultation now. 
Click the link in the show notes below and let's make your business soar. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so important. And we're dealing with the same thing in the NIL space, right? And, and what I love about it is that we're demystifying the entrepreneur. First of all, your first point is so well taken that top line revenue means nothing about earnings, <laughs> right? Like, uh, hey, I've, I've seen lots of companies. In fact, there's a couple of Fortune 100 companies that claim how many billions they actually have in revenue. And then I'll tell you the hundreds of millions that they have higher than that in expenses so that they need government subsidy transportation companies. So it's <laughs> happening all over the place that we're really not dealing with net revenue. And so you make a great point. And, and the one you used earlier was well done. $50,000 in product, $60,000 in revenue. And you're thinking, oh, I've got a $10,000 earner. Okay, that's 20% on your 50,000. I don't know if that's included your labor, your marketing costs, you know, some of the other things in there, right? Are you actually making money? Then you've stepped across the rules. You know, in business is one of those things like you can't start with X, Y, and then go A, D, Z, B, E, Oh, I should come back to C. You you better get ordered here. It's A, B, C, D, E. Like you got to get the steps in place and follow the alphabet of business here of how to set this up right because the fundamentals have not changed. And even one that you just mentioned there is a great example of how many kids have come to me who started a little LLC, very smart, and gone, hey, it's um, April 12th and I've got to really figure this thing out. Like, hey, did you file your corporate taxes on March 15th? Oh, you mean the business has to file separately? And I'm like, hold on, you know, like depends if you're what kind of filing you have, right? If you're a corporation. And so there's a lot of factors in this thing that people don't know the fundamentals. And this is kids coming out of business school. And so one of the challenges that I see in this is that modern media is just like, hey, be an entrepreneur, get a web page, get your Amazon set up and you're going to make millions. Everyone has stated how easy it is. And I get the lovely choice and provision of being able to talk to these young athletes every day and go, hey, you said you wanted to be an entrepreneur, right? Like, here's your chance. NIL money is on the deal for these college athletes. And you're going to have to go hustle. You have to go work at it. Like, it is a job. It is a company that you're going to have revenue through. And it's a great way to learn. And it's going to be fabulous. But they're going to find out how not easy this really is. Like, when you got to call people and like you're saying... Hey, you're willing to hustle and go find product? Great. You might hear nine no's to get to one yes. You may hear 99 no's to get to one yes. And do you have the fortitude? Do you have the resolve to stay with it is a big question because that to me is entrepreneur 200 level. This isn't 400 level. This is 200 level of getting it right in the fundamentals. Talk me through what you're seeing from people in the Amazon world who don't get that. So anything that is sexy is a side effect, not a fundamental part of the business. So you mentioned the sexy idea of I'm in Italy today. I'm yeah. in Spain today. I'm in Morocco today. That is a side effect after you're successful. That is not part of the formula to actually get you where you can do that thing. And I think that is the case of everything, not just with Amazon, but any entrepreneurial venture, the cool factor, there is no cool factor. Let's say you have a product that's selling like crazy via TikTok and TikTok is pushing traffic to your Amazon listing to sell. Okay. Yep. That sounds sexy and cool and cute, right? Oh my gosh. You know how many takes most people do on a TikTok video before they get it right? Do you know how many hours they spend with all the tagging, trying to find influencers who will even take your product? You got to come up with the money to pay the influencer. It's all hard work. It really is. However, here's the flip side. There is some real peace of mind when you set one of these businesses up the right way where it feeds your life and it feeds what your goals are and what you want. So let me give you an example. I know a guy who his goal, it seems so small and it's brilliant. His goal is to find products that will sell 200 units a month on Amazon. Okay. okay that's not very many, right? Yep. And so- Like 200 units is not a lot. No, it's a very okay. small quantity, uh, okay. but he makes, he nets about 10 bucks a unit. Okay. So $2,000 net. Yep. So you think, wow, that's not very much money. It's $12,000 a year before taxes. I'm not yeah. excited. Okay. Yeah. He's got like a hundred of those. 
Yeah. That's all he does is find and develop new products that'll sell $200 a month where there's low competition or no one else wants it because they think that's not much volume. Why would I sell on that? And a lot of them are his own products that he develops. He'll buy a whole year's worth of inventory from China once he has tested it and he knows it works. You talk about multiple streams of income and he focuses on things that don't break low return rates. You know, he's not in consumer electronics. He's not in supplements. These are categories where you have super high return rates, very angry people, uh, a whole lot of regulatory issues, compliance and safety and all blah, blah, blah. And being sued, you don't want to do those. I know all you sports guys want to do supplements. You think you want to sell supplements, man, don't do it. That is like you said, level 10 advanced. You can yeah. make a fortune selling supplements, but you have to earn your way there. But th this guy sells in products like sweaters for dogs. Okay. These don't break. <laughs> they don't have problems. Sometimes they have sizing issues. Not very often. You get a whole lot of streams of income that you're netting $2,000 a month. And you are sitting on a beach somewhere working because you're still going to have to put the work in. You're still working with suppliers. You're still shipping products stateside. Uh, you've still got VAs, virtual assistants that you are supervising who are doing the day-to-day -day work on the account. Yep. But are you working 80 hours a week for that level of income? Uh-uh. No, you're not. <laughs> you are not. Uh, you've set it up in such a way that you are slowly becoming very wealthy. The idea of get rich quick doesn't really happen on Amazon except for some unicorns, but there is a whole lot of get rich slow. Yeah. So we're back to tortoise and hare, right? And so we have the tortoise, slow, methodical, be smart. Like you talked about some of the key kind of indicators that he's looking for. I've always been a price high and justify guy, right? I like products that deliver a, a real high value, big ROI, and like, I got great margin, right? Like that's what I want because that's where I played. I, I don't understand the toothpick, toothbrush, paperclip world. Like, uh, you know, oh, we got to sell 40, 14 million and we make a dollar. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Like, that seems like very challenging to me. So, you know, carving out a niche and carving out for people, should they, should they specialize in like areas of niche they know and understand, like they understand the market, they understand the buyer, they are probably buyers of products in the space. What are you telling people? And maybe we're climbing in the incubator. So let's just, maybe we're climbing in the book. Maybe you explain this inside the book, but talk to us a little bit about what as an owner, you know, we should carve out that as a slow and steady methodical market win. So I like to start easy and then earn your way to doing harder and higher margin. So starting easy means selling other people's products first okay. so that you learn Amazon and how Amazon works before you're having to also learn how to develop a product, import it and deal with all of that, you know, create all the branding, all the marketing from scratch. That's a lot y'all. So especially if you're new to entrepreneurship, you're new to having a company, it's great to sell other people's products. It is nice if it can be in a niche that you understand, especially when you develop your own product. Example, I know a guy who has a special needs son who started developing products for special needs families and is very successful at it because he knows where the gaps are. He knows what he couldn't get or what the, yeah. the, the, the product quality was very poor and he does yep. better quality. Um, but in the short term, when you are uh, learning to sell on Amazon successfully by selling other people's products, what I love to recommend to people is that you try and be a hero in your own community. And this is where some of those teamwork skills and leadership skills really come in handy. Because if you learn to sell on Amazon and you go to local business parks that are full of all these businesses who do not sell online, they sell traditionally or through distributorships, through retailers, but not online. They would love to have that channel also. You can pitch to them, I wanna be your exclusive seller on Amazon. I will set up your listing detail pages. I will buy the product from you at your lowest wholesale rate. Please let me do returns to you. If this doesn't work out, we're both taking a chance together. A lot of these guys will jump at it. Don't turn your nose up at business, industrial, and scientific products. Those businesses buy on Amazon every day. Some of those very unsexy products can sell a lot of units, especially if you're going by that 
you know, I'm going for 200 a month on this many products. And same thing at your local chamber of commerce or talking to people, you know, business owners that you know, and then they all network and say, you know, Trent did such an awesome job getting my products online. I can't believe it. You should talk to him. And suddenly in your local community, friends, family members, people who have businesses who do want to be online, you're just another sales channel to them. So their business doesn't live or die on you. So it's very low stress, but you're really learning the opportunity. And those exclusives can really feed you for a long time. Yeah. So that's interesting because when I think like non-sexy products, right, we're talking about plumbing supply warehouses, you know, people selling into the HVAC facilities, you know, all these businesses have a lot of moving parts. We're a tier one auto supplier, you know, Haven here in Michigan, right? Because you have the auto industry and products need to be sold, right? There's a lot, you know, and, and I know, you know, as an entrepreneur organization member, it's, it's metal stamping plants and all sorts of different little products that are made at the tune of millions of dollars a year are pumped out with large scale contracts, just, just need a ton of this work. And yet, there's a smaller contract out there that may be an e-commerce world for them that they don't know, that they're unaware of, that that wasn't the traditional sales channels 40 years ago when they started this business. Is that fair? So perfect example, there's a company that makes adhesives that are used in industrial use purposes, but they're also used on boats, including yeah. boats that are owned by people like us, right? Yeah. Average Joes who own boats. So they started selling online because they didn't want the expense and hassle of distributing to stores that cater, you know, those little Marine stores, those are yep. small and hard to get to. So they started selling their adhesives online packaged in small quantities for people who have boats and they make millions of dollars off this product that they already make. And it's, it's like a side business inside their traditional manufacturing company. Well, what if you're the guy who goes to that kind of company and says, let me sell your stuff for you online? Because a lot of them, they don't want to learn that channel. They don't yeah. want to do that new thing. There are even like boutiques and retail stores that have developed some of their own small products. They would love to sell online, but they, they don't have time. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a great opportunity. And, and like you said, I mean, it's crazy the things that you can think of that you know, pool supplies is another great one. There are pool supplies like crazy. You would think people buy those online. Heck yeah, we buy all our pool supplies online. And you know what? We buy them all from one of the biggest Amazon sellers that we buy from all the time. Yeah. Well, and it just makes sense, right? Like, you know, one, I don't want to go to the store and transport the chemicals um, in my car and everything else. And I want it convenient to come into me and I'm ready outdoors. I don't need to bring it in the house. I can go right back through the yard and do my stuff. It just makes a bunch of sense. Let me, let me ask you another question. Do you see a shift to those small Marine, you know, the Marina stores, on the lakes all over the world, right? We you know we're in the in the Midwest. It's amazing how many lakes we have, right? And uh, I've been to a pretty good, a good lakes there around, you know, Austin and Dallas, Fort Worth too. When you talk about those marinas, I mean, they could do the same thing, right? They could be ordering in their own Amazon store to stock their shelves with product, minimize their liability to product, right? To carrying a bunch of in person product where, Hey, I'm left with inventory at the end of summer of thousands and yet roll that into also national sales at the same time. So they can double dip. Is that fair? Well, and especially with Amazon business now with Amazon business, you can actually negotiate prices with the suppliers. Um, you can say, you know, what discount can I get if I buy this many units? Uh, and, and also, like you said, it's a great way to restock. If you, if you want to say, I'm going to buy this many from my supplier, because that's how many I always sell. And then past that, I'm going to buy through Amazon business and buy 10 units at a time. And my margins will be smaller, but I'm still making money. Absolutely. It reduces your risk. Anything that reduces risk. I'm a fan. Yeah. Do you cover that also in the incubator? So I talk about all the different ways that you can source products that are going to make money and things that I have seen make money. I'll tell you when you listen to the how to get rich, no one is telling you to go to business parks 
and chamber of commerce meetings. But I'm telling you that because I have seen it work. I have done it myself. I have talked to other people who make a living this way. Just like another strategy no one talks about is licensing. So anyone listening to your podcast understands licensing and how valuable it is because I own like hundred products in my house that have longhorns on them. Yeah. <laughs> and right. and I promise you the University of Texas did not manufacture or order any of those. Uh, right. They just charged a licensing fee for all of them. Uh, the only thing that probably has an authorized longhorn on it is a jersey that I've got for Ricky Williams over here <laughs> that I got at an auction. That's awesome. So a lot of people don't know how that works, right? So just real quick, right? As a longtime member of you know in Major League Baseball, you see sunglasses to underwear to socks to you know book bags, right? That say licensed mm -hmm. by Major League Baseball, right? And they are paying two percent somewhere in the neighborhood of that of their annual sales. This is a cost of doing business with that license. So if again, this is top line, this is not net. So you have a business that sells one million dollars. Uh, well, and we'll use a bigger number, right? Of a hundred million dollars, they've got to give two million dollars in revenue to Major League Baseball for that hundred million dollars in sales. So that's licensed by Major League Baseball. So that all of a sudden goes into a pool of earnings for the Players Association and for a different dis distribution. So I can remember licensing checks in the mid nineties, we're well into the $90,000 per player. I mean, significant, right? Like if you're in the league, all of a sudden, like this is part of your bonus that people don't really recognize as a significant potential contribution. And, I, and I'm sure with the way licensing has gone and product development has gone, I would think that's bigger today. It stems from another issue of, I wonder if like NIL will get involved in that. Like, will at some point those athletes get a part of that licensing because University of Texas athletes sell a lot of goods. Like <laughs> There's a lot of product out there. And that's not to take away from the science department and the music department and people are proud of being at the university of Texas for their academics. That's not to say that it's just that you have a stadium that brings a hundred thousand people every and has a, and has a TV rights contract where they know there's about 30 million people watching a game every Saturday. So there is a long horn reach there, like none other that you typically can't get out of the chemistry department, if that's fair. So this is a factor that's going to play into this. And I think this licensing thing is really big. Let's come back to the book, uh, the offer that's currently out there today at the amazonincubator.com. If you buy the book today and for a short time, so get on there and do it. It, it will be available a couple of days, but like you got to get on and do it. It's not going to be forever. You will get free access to Leslie's three video series on exactly how this Amazon incubator system works. Of course, the book is like a manual of learnings. And then of course you have a digital workbook of how you can apply this to you in your Amazon workplace and business. So this is a great offer, Leslie. So fortunate that you and, and your publishers and Simon and Schuster's come along and really done this very well. I'm, I'm super impressed. How's been the experience about getting the word out on your expertise out into the market? How's that been? Well, I'm very fortunate that the Amazon community of agencies is a small community of agencies. And so since I've been working as a service provider to Amazon sellers for about 10 years, I know most of the folks out there and they've been super kind, telling others about the book, getting the word out. Podcasts like this are super helpful for me and really excited about my, my publisher doing some work for me too. This is a really fun experience for me because I was actually recruited to write this book by the publisher. They wanted a book about this topic because they felt like it wasn't really covered in the marketplace. They were actually being quite entrepreneurial and heard me speak at an event and asked me to write the book. So I'm going to keep pushing out at events and on social media. And I just have to stress again, seriously, y'all, I know people say this and they don't mean it, but I really do mean it that if you have questions, hit me up on social media or email me at leslie at riverbendconsulting.com. I love questions. I love to help small businesses and entrepreneurs. Amazon has helped my family. So I really believe it can help yours. Yeah, I just think there's no doubt they are one of the, if not one of the biggest, right, companies in America and growing and just continued growth. Being a partner and part of it just makes a lot of sense. We're in the Grand Rapids market 
with Amway and Amway has been around for years and years and years. And this is partner selling. I mean, they invented the concept of partner selling 101. And in this digital era, like what a you know blessing for people out there that can do that. And, and I think the other thing is, is that as you've said, there's a pretty low barrier of entry to get involved. And if someone wants to get involved today, what's their step ABC to get going, Leslie? Tell them that real quick before we go. So you uh, go to Amazon's site and you sign up to be a seller. It'll say sell on Amazon. And to do that, there are a few steps, y'all. You have to have some documents ready. So you got to have your passport or driver's license and you need to have a business bank account already set up. They want to make sure that you're a real legit person. They're keeping the money launderers off the site. So you just have those basic documents ready with all of your address information and that's it. You apply to be a seller and you get approved pretty quickly and and you just need to be ready to find that first product. That's awesome. And so from a standpoint of a business side of things, right? She's mentioned, you know, a couple very easy steps. And I talk about these all the time, which is in order to get a business account, you have to have a licensed business in the state of Michigan. An LLC costs $50 to, to apply, right? $25 a year to maintain your status. Like that's an annual fee. And then once you do that, you apply for an EIN number for all you new to business. I want to talk about this because the NIL kids are all listening to this. An EIN number is a free application and it basically gives you a tax ID, which you'll file taxes on and they'll ask for that ID. It'll be basically your corporate has a badge in the United States of America that you are a registered company that's managing and handling revenue. And that also is a critical number to you actually getting a bank account open. <laughs> they don't, if you don't have an EIN, you don't really have a registered business in their eyes. So these are the key things about having a bank account, but those are very short-term things. I think all those take less than 10 days to set up and under $100. So you are up and in and running, but that's just the start, right? That is just the start. Now it's time to learn business. And I highly recommend Leslie's book, The Amazon Incubator. You got to get out there. You got to read it. You know, don't just read the information, study it. Her offer is so significant today. You know, you just can't beat it. Go in for $25. A lot of people are paying thousands of dollars for courses. And this is a guide for you to walk through for yourself. And as it applies to you directly with a book to back it up as a reference all the time and your own digital workbook. So pretty big deal. Very gracious offer, Leslie, today with this book. So, so thankful that you could be here today. As we finish off today, for young entrepreneurs that are starting out, what would you leave them with is the big message for today to go forward and, and some of the things that you've applied that you've seen both internally, because you come to this a lot of angles as a business owner, as a consultant, and your years of experience of seeing so many companies in this business, both, both massive billion dollar sellers and just starting out. What are some of the key elements to success here? You cannot listen to the naysayers. Y'all, there are a lot of people who do not understand how you make money on Amazon. So they'll say that you can't. They'll say that everything is a scam. They say you're going to lose your money because someone else did. Do your homework, follow the basic steps and all those steps, Trent, that you mentioned about like the EIN, that's all in the book too, because it's it starts Correct. with the basics. If you start following those simple steps, you're going to shut the naysayers up really quickly because they're going to see that you've got your act together and that you're doing it the right way. But you cannot let those voices get in your head because it's really easy to back away and say, okay, okay, they're probably right. That's really scary. One of the challenges of selling in this kind of model is it's not like you're an accountant where there's 20 other accountants who live near you that you can all get together and have a chat about it. It's a little more isolated. You got to go out and find your people. So that's thing number two, especially if you're an athlete, you're used to that support being on a team. There are people out there who want to be on your team. There are other people just like you selling on Amazon. There are Facebook groups. There are mentoring groups. There are mastermind groups, all kinds of things. I've listed some of those in the book as well. But if you want direction and say, hey, I'm, I want to be this kind of seller, 
Who do I go to? What, what group should I join? Hit me up and I'll give you some suggestions because finding your people is super important. That's great advice. As a member of the entrepreneur organization, we have an Amazon group of sellers, right? And they're a subgroup and it, they've already qualified that they're doing over a million dollars in revenue a year, which is big deal. And, but you know, that doesn't mean they're making a million dollars, right? That just means they have a revenue top line and all of them are challenged with the same things, better systems, better marketing, better margin per product. And they know it's not easy. They are leaning on one each on each other all the time to find better ways. And this is where you get hyper learning from. And this is what athletes excel in hyper learning because you get the best in the world, like a Leslie Hensel, who will direct you in your steps in very quick and efficient ways to do it because you've read the book. Once you have the knowledge, then you're surrounding yourself with other people that also have gained great knowledge from other experts and you're all learning together faster. And when you trust those people, they tend to keep you out of trouble. They get you out of not breaching service agreements. And you know, I've seen too many people lose their social accounts, lose their TikTok followers, lose their this and their and their whole cohort of potential buyers because of poor practices of marketing, breach of service contracts, all sorts of different things. And that is probably the one thing that in this business to be well aware of that as traditional businesses typically wind down in a, in a lot slower period, a digital business can wind out very fast if you don't know what you're doing. Is that fair? Absolutely true. You know, I'd mentioned to you earlier offline that my business wouldn't exist if it was easy to sell on Amazon. Because part of what I do is when people get suspended from Amazon, we help them get back on. Uh, we also help people who've been suspended from Walmart and Etsy and PayPal. All of these online platforms, you can be suspended and it can be very difficult to get your businesses back. So yeah, super important to work with other people, talk to other people and really understand terms of service. Because let's face it, those are hard to read. They're hard to understand. They were written that way on purpose by lawyers. So talking to other folks who really know their stuff and keeping yourself out of trouble is absolutely critical online because you could lose it all overnight. Great advice for everybody. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Winners. Find a way with Leslie Hensel, my guest from Riverbend Consulting, Amazon expert and author of the Amazon Incubator. Go to the amazonincubator.com today. Buy that book. It's a limited time offer, but for 25 bucks, you get not only the book, but you get the three classes and you get the digital workbook for yourself. So, and Leslie's brilliant education. So you can't beat it. Leslie, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Trent. It's been fun. For everybody else, we'll see you next time on the Winner's Find Away Show every Friday, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, 9.30 a.m. Pacific on LinkedIn Live, YouTube Live, and Facebook Live. What well, Look for us on all the major networks for podcasts. Organizations come to me all the time with challenges of execution and communication with their teams. We help build a system through bloom growth and software that gives them simplification and prioritization i teach facilitate and coach these organizations to literally double their value if you're interested in gaining your individual and organizational growth please email me at trent at leadershipity.com or click the link below and book a 15-minute call on my calendar